We've all seen uh, corn shit, right? Well, yeah, no. When I when I had really bad uh, ulcers, actually, they put me on. It was the first round of Prilosec, the first one that came out, and it was unlike most drugs that come out. It was actually stronger than the kind that you have right now, and uh, yeah, I had to chew really well and eat twice as much because it, uh, yeah, like pepperoni came out. It was it was pretty bad. Is that being recorded? So welcome to the podcast. <laughs> yes, yes, apparently it is. Good evening. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> wow. Oh, welcome everyone. Uh, so, Peek-a-boo. so hi, hi. Time for another podcast. Yeah. So I, I was totally convinced that this Saturday was Bands on Grand, and I was telling everybody about it, and I got a babysitter, and I'm all stoked and ready to go. Wow. What were you thinking? Of course, by the time you hear this, this Saturday. Bands on Grand. We're going to be at Soul Invictus with something like 40 other bands. $20 to get the armband. By the time they hear this, it's going to be this Saturday. Depends on when we get it out. So this Saturday. Just 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 say March 11th. 11th. Let's say that for clarity. March 11th. Close to the Ides of March. But not quite. When is the Ides, anyway? March 15th, isn't it? 15th. Oh, okay. I'm not up on my Ides. It's Shakespeare, man. Whoa! That's, well, that that's deep, man. You should know Shakespeare. I, I should, but it's from Julius Caesar. Was it Beware the Ides of March? Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, I thought Ides it was Beware the Prince of Tides. I keep getting those confused. <laughs> well, yeah, I would beware that too. Yeah. So Eric is getting ready for his big trip. Why don't you tell us about your big trip? Oh, I'm there? going to the Bahamas. The Bahamas. Uh, I'm going to be real macho down in the Bahamas. How many Bahamas are there? Like it's plural. It's like the United I, I, Arab couple, Emirates. There are seven. Actually. So, like, it's an island group of like something like a couple hundred. You're probably islands. the first person in history <laughs> to compare the United Arab Emirates <laughs> with the Bahamas. Really, we're the same one. We make the green oil, bro. Actually, in the United Arab Emirates, <laughs> there there are about Emirates. <laughs> there there are seven Emirates. Not you, were say, you were saying how many Emirates are there? Oh right, no. Well, well, but with there the Bahamas, like he's I can, asking I can if imagine, there's hundreds. I can imagine like there are many, many islands in the Bahamas. I can imagine you go online and like buy a ticket to the Bahamas, and you get stuck with like you know the Jersey of Bahamas, you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> like oh no, you're staying on El Mirabel, man. You don't want to go outside. You don't don't leave your hotel room, man. Trust me, I'll bring you some crap. You know? I, I I think <laughs> that all commercial flights to the Bahamas only fly into Nassau. So I, I believe that's correct as well. He's a Nassau. Nassau. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, so I fly into Nassau. I'm staying at the Paradise Island Resort. Um, it's supposed to be really nice. You get you get to hobnob with business types. Oh, I get to, I get to hobnob with people who made at least uh, if they produced uh, if they if they're individual producers. Uh, that is where we work there. Yeah, You don't want people to know that. There are people who got fired for naming the company on their website. But but at work, I can say that, right? No, no, you can't. You don't. You can't mention that you have a job. That's that's part of the Haiku Road contract because we're like we're rock and roll heroes. Oh, we're okay. rock gods. We don't have jobs. We drink beer and fuck we don't have day jobs. And, Never mind. Forget I said anything. Uh, I won this trip. Uh, excuse me. Young boys and sheep and whatever homosexuals do. Dogs. Well, if we if we allow you to do whatever you want, you're going to be marrying dogs soon. So. We got to keep you. Uh, that's right what, oh, that's, what, that, that's what Rick, the P is silent Santorum says. <laughs> the P is silent, Rick. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. I'm like Santorum. 
No, well, anyway, I have a story related to that. But but first, yes, I want a trip. Related to sheeps or dogs? Uh, related to Rick Santorum types. But uh, anyway, I want a trip. I won't I won't say how. I won't go into details. Employee to, of the year, to, that's how. Uh, well, but I'm, we're only employed by Haiku Road, remember? So well, yeah. Well, that, this, I'm the Haiku Road employee yeah, of the year. Uh, Chris and I yeah, got together, and, and it was uh, a long deliberation. Uh and we had Eric leave the room and decided that uh, Eric was indeed the Haiku Haiku Road employee of the year. And we have so much money that we could afford to send him off to uh, the Bahamas for uh, a, a first-rate, first-class resort island. What Eric doesn't know is that the real Bahamas have been replaced by El Mirabel, where Juan will bring you crab in your hotel room because it's not safe to go outside. <laughs> So yeah, I'm I'm leaving Saturday morning. Uh, we come back Thursday evening. So we're at 136 um, days without rain here. Although we did get a bare sprinkle a couple nights ago. Technically, Wait, Phoenix well, got hold no on, rain. Hold on, hold on. It's a desert. I, got I know. It. I'm telling you a, a secret here. It's we still, a third we, of we a year. Still, we still set a record. In the history of recorded weather in Phoenix, we've never gone this long without rain. And now the they're history saying of recorded weather. Now they're saying it's not going to rain until August. But yeah, like I, I seriously wonder about the long-term viability of, of the Phoenix metropolitan area. Uh, we have no body of water running through here anymore, which is what made it viable in the first place. There was the big, what was it, the Salt River? Yes. Yeah, running through the center of town, basically. Rio Salado. There you go. And it's, it's, it's still there. It's just dammed up to make a reservoir. So all of that water is pouring into a reservoir, which we're using. So Yeah, I guess, I guess that So the water sense. still exists. But we still have to pipe water in from northern Arizona and California. And it's like... Uh, if you got to pipe water well, in not from, from out California, of state, from the Colorado River, that's not, not a place humans should not, live. It's not coming from out of state. It's coming from the Colorado River. Does that run through Arizona? See, yeah, yeah. I don't know these things. No, if you go to the it, Grand Canyon, you'll see the Colorado River. Eh? There you go. Very, you go. very small down at the bottom. I was yeah. going to say, but you also notice that the water line has fallen a little bit in recent years. I'm just saying. Oh, well, yeah. I, I, I don't totally disagree with everything you're saying. Just the stuff that you don't know what you're talking about. You know, I actually... So you do disagree with everything what I'm saying. No, I saw, I saw, I saw an interesting thing on uh, the Discovery Channel there was a while back, a long time ago. They were saying that the uh, new evidence shows that the Grand Canyon may have been made in a matter of days, if not hours. That the composition... That, like At first they thought it was the long-term slow erosion process, but they found out that the composition of the rock and whatnot and the melting glaciers basically caused this huge flood that just cut very quickly through and ate it away like you would be able to watch this waterfall over a matter of hours you would actually be able to visibly track the progress of it eating the rock it, it was a pretty interesting thing i'm not sure what well, the inter- final interesting consensus. theory there, yeah. there wasn't anything about that when i was there at any of the information this, sites so. this all, well this only I, I saw this show and it was like new information i saw this show probably about four years ago or so and probably the informational stuff there is not that you know they, they the, the civilian conservation corps made the signs in the 40s and the 30s and they haven't updated our state park sense, you know. No, that's not true. These, <laughs> these signs were definitely updated. And, 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 of course, the park rangers haven't been educated since the 40s. They're typically not, yeah. There is actually, uh, in the state senate of Ohio, there is uh, legislation being cooked up by Republicans that they're trying to pass a law that uh, alternative lifestyle folks uh, aren't allowed to adopt. And then there's the the Democratic state lawmaker who introduced the bill to uh, outlaw registered Republicans from adopting. Yes, uh, I'm glad you know about this story because that's Senator Bobby Hagan from Youngstown, Ohio, my uh, my hometown. I've met Bobby Hagan. I'm sure he wouldn't remember me, 
but he definitely knows uh, Obi Savage, who was the lead singer in a band that I was in when and I was in. And Haiku Road. I'm sure he knows Haiku Road. Well, but, um, yeah, uh, Jessica, my girlfriend, actually worked for his wife. So, um, and she would remember me, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, really. <laughs> so, so I just had to share that uh, we received a haiku from from a, a devoted fan, and I'd, I'd I'd like to share share it with you all. Wait, Wait someone who, who wrote it? Someone we hope will become a devoted fan. Yes, yes. Uh, her name is Kelly. Oh, Kelly. Okay. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> I saw your website, and don't think it's that sucky. Guitars sounded good. So I, I, indeed, indeed. <laughs> I, I just want to point out, and I'm, I'm, I'm not saying anything. I just, it's uh, remarkable that she didn't uh, remark on the bass. I, you know, actually, I just it's, want to it's, ask. What's all. remarkable is that she remarked on the guitars because not like I'm sitting next to virtuosos here. Hey, hey now, hey now. <laughs> so, well, all right, Chris is kind of good. Hey, hey, <laughs> kinda. So on to the beer? beer. I think it's time for beer. It's time for the beer cast. Okay, so I have in my hands a very large May phallic bottle of Arrogant Bastard Ale inscribed with the slogan, You're Not Worthy. On the bottle cap it reads, Hated by many, loved by few. Read us the label? Uh, I will read you the label. Um... Arrogant bastard. I will now ale. read from the book of label. It defines arrogance: the actor quality of being arrogant, haughty, undue assumption, overbearing conceit. Arrogant bastard ale. This is an aggressive beer. You probably won't like it. It is quite doubtful that you have the taste or sophistication to be able to appreciate an ale of this quality and depth. We would suggest that you stick to safer and more familiar territory. Maybe something with a multi-million-dollar ad campaign aimed at convincing you it's made in a little brewery, or one that implies that their tasteless fizzy yellow beer will give you more sex appeal. Perhaps you'll think multi-million-dollar ad campaigns make a beer taste better. Perhaps you your words as you read this. The brewery, located in North County, San Diego, we're a small, honest brewery that concentrates on creating the freshest and most satisfying ales imaginable by using only the finest natural ingredients and lots of them. We take great pride and care in creating our beers, performing virtually every step of our brewing process by hand. It takes a little longer, but unless you simply don't know any better, you'll agree the arrival of the black sheep in our family, Arrogant Bastard Ale, has been worth the wait. Ingredients, nothing but the finest barley, most aggressive hops, clearest water, our proprietary yeast strain, and abundant arrogance. And, and in, in tiny little uh, letters at the bottom, questions or comments? If you don't like this beer, keep it to yourself. We don't want to hear from any sniveling, yellow beer drinking wimps, because this beer wasn't made for you. Brought to us by the Stone Brewing Company. See, I like the beer already, just because of the text. I had it a I'm long sure you time ago. They, they make a number of other beers. Uh, I think I've had their IPA. It's very nice. I'm sure, yeah. Stone IPA is the very very well known as far as the IPAs go, but I'm not a big fan of IPAs in the first place, so uh, not, I know that you are. They're not my favorite, but I, I do enjoy a nice IPA from time to time. And my, glass, my glass has the best head, so uh, mm-hmm. I, I can describe it the best. It's very, very foamy, very creamy. But I, I have to say that I would actually argue with the creaminess. It, it is very foamy, and it does have a very good head, but there are larger bubbles. Uh, like a Guinness has a very smooth, velvety head, and this has a large. Yeah, it's bubble. not that. Yeah, it's it's not nearly large, as smooth. slightly larger bubbles, but, but nearly it, as smooth as a Guinness. It's a good head. It's a good. It, it's what you want to see, and it's it's an amber color, but it's almost cloudy. I'm not sure if it's dark or cloudy. I think it's just dark, almost it's, a, a chestnut color. Yeah, there's. It's not cloudy at all, actually. Not just much scent no, to it. It's roasting. Oh, no, no, I mean, it's, it smells. It smells malty. Doesn't, doesn't smell. Th- this isn't one of those where the the hops kind of assault you. This is. Uh, 
the, the, the sweet maltiness is what wafts from the glass. It's That's good. It's, it's, uh, dare I say it's unassuming. Whatever that means. Not arrogant. Oh, but the, the hops, are, the hops mm-hmm. are very assuming. It's got a nice uh, uh, aftertaste to it. The hops get you on the back mm. of the tongue after you're done. Yes. It's, it's, uh, it's a very smooth flavor. It's, it's hopalicious. Hopalicious. It, it's if, a very smooth flavor like when you drink it. Yeah. If, if you like hoppy beers, then this, oh, but it doesn't, this it is doesn't, it. It doesn't taste hoppy when, you, when you're drinking it, but the, after, the aftertaste is very hoppy. Well, but but the, the taste I'm, of the actual beer I think is, people who like hoppy beers, I think that's what they're after anyway. Yeah, because when you take a sip of the beer, the... The the hops are there, but they're not overpowering. But then after you swallow, the the aftertaste is very. They turn on uh, to turbo levels. That's a good beer. That's a very nice beer. I give it um, four sheep up. It's it's <laughs> it, and it's interesting because it's not actually as malty sweet tasting as it is smelling. Yeah, you know I have that to perhaps, say that perhaps that's because of the level of hops and the hops are. And as I said the other night, I had the levitation ale for the first time, and I think I might have. Uh, might have something to add to my list of my favorite breweries. Stone. Just having stone made. Stone made it. Uh, stone ground beer. Yeah. <laughs> it's in- interesting. Having their beers before, it just seemed right up your alley. I, I was surprised. Uh, I'm, I-, I should say I am surprised to-, to learn that you had just tried them for the first time this week. But, it, but it's interesting for a, for a dark beer how light and smooth it is. It's good. It's very tasty. And because, like Chris said, we got generous portions. We're going to sip for a moment. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're, we're going to stall for time and sip for a moment. So I had the runs today. I'm awesome. glad. Well, actually, I drank a lot of fluids in general. Today, I was in the break room at the an undisclosed location. Somebody was giving me crap because I was filling up my coffee cup, and then I started filling up uh, a cup of water, and I've got this big, like, 32-ounce cup of water, right? And then well, you crapped your I, pants. I, no, <laughs> I, I always have water with my coffee. Well, and, and and he's making fun of me, and he's he's like, oh, you know, how much do you need to drink? And I just kind of stared at him and reached into the fridge and pulled out the carton of orange juice and poured myself thirty two ounces of orange juice as well, and then walked yeah. out of the room with my coffee, my water, so my that orange might juice. be a bit much, but yeah, yeah, but, you're, but, but you're absolutely weird. I am. But, I drink a lot but, of fluids, but coffee is a diuretic, and if you're going to drink a lot of yeah. coffee, you need to drink a lot of water, otherwise you'll end up. Dehydrated and cramping up, and well, not yeah. like from most most people don't I, go into convulsions from one cup of coffee, but you know. no. But with 136 days without rain, goddammit. Earlier this week, I, I had two cups of coffee, and the night before, I I had very little to eat, and I didn't have any breakfast, and I started taking medication from the doctor to try and kick this cold that will never go away. Yeah, I felt really weird for a while I, I can imagine. the rest of the morning. Till I, till I actually got some. Uh, what are you talking about? Did you, did you get a band aid for your pussy? Is that what happened? <laughs> wow, <laughs> you're, you're just like in prick mode. I'm laughing at your jokes tonight, and you're the, being a prick. The P is not silent. R- 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 yeah, it, it, Rick Moore. The P is silent. <laughs> Richard Moore, I, I, the P is not silent. That. Suddenly, he's no, we're, Richard we're, Moore. Yeah, we're, Richard. We're, we're not allowed to call him Rick. Richard Moore. He's he's not a Rick. You look at him, you don't think Rick. I'm really not a Rick. No, I'm a hey asshole or dickweed dumbass. Dumbass works. Yeah. I we could probably maybe get away with Richie. You know, I tried that in like seventh grade. I actually got I was on the uh, <laughs> I was on the Bible quiz team. What? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> you didn't see my Does my not- my. Compute. <laughs> you didn't see my facial Head expression on that. Will ex- uh, explode. Actually, uh, uh, I, don't, what, I don't know. Say that again. Bible I quiz. The Bible team? quiz team. Actually, I was I was a much different person then. I don't know, Seth. I don't know if you're listening, but this is a, a great story. My buddy Seth was a uh, shining beacon of logic in my life. I remember having a very tearful conversation with him in in uh, fifth or sixth grade about how I was worried about his eternal soul going to hell. Wow, you're. 
Yeah. So the Bible quiz team. That guy. What you do? The, how, how how the mighty fall. The Bible quiz team. Uh, the Bible quiz team. What you do is you memorize Bible verses and then you sit on chairs. There were six people on our team, and other churches had six people on their team. Kids. You sit on chairs with little little electronic sensors on them. And the person who stands up the first sets off the sensor and their light goes off. Then you answer the whatever. Like, they will come out and say, you know, I am a sheep on the... And you'll say, my father's in a plane! Or whatever it is. Or they'll say, Corinthians 52.9. And you'll say, I will suck the blood from my enemy's ass! You know? And whatever it might be. Yeah. That actually is Corinthians 17.9. I missed, I missed that one. Yeah. I guess I, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not Cur- nearly as well versed on the I, verse. I, I'm not current on my obscure Bible verses, I guess. Not current on your currents? Yeah. Yes. Well, you're also a heathen. Um, I, we had team shirts. I'm proud of it. I, had, I think I'm the least heathen person in the room <laughs> because I occasionally go to church. That that makes you more heathen. Anyway, no, so, so, so we had team shirts, and I remember the color that everybody in the team could agree on was teal. And so we had teal shirts, and on the back in bubble team letters, I decided to be cool. And I'm like, no, don't put Richard. Put Richie. That that didn't last long. I guess not. Yeah. I also decided that fifth grade would be the year that I would use an Australian accent at school. Yeah. But how go good well were you at? I thought you know, I was great. Well, I'm sure you did. Yahoo Serious was like my idol. If wow. that says anything, I remember an old Simpsons episode where <laughs> Lisa's looking up at a movie marquee, and they're having like a Yahoo Serious festival. That's what it says: Yahoo Serious festival. And she looks up at the sign, and she's like, "I recognize all of those words." But it doesn't make any sense. So next on the list, we have Bigfoot Barley Wine Style Ale from Sierra Nevada. And this is the 2006 Bigfoot Expedition, it says on the uh, bottle cap. This is a seasonal from Sierra Nevada that they put out every year, and they do vary the recipe every year, so I'm told. Uh, the label on this is interesting. It says, according to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcoholic beverages during pregnancy because of the risk of birth defects. Consumption of alcoholic beverages impairs your ability. And, yeah, I mean, alcohol, as much as they like to, you know, try and put a definitive number on things, it really does affect everyone differently. Mm-hmm. That's true. And may cause health problems. Um, so what's some. interesting about this is it has it has a very nice, I would say, copper, a yes, copper it's a, color. It's a lovely, it is a lovely copper, copper A lovely color. hue, incredibly clear. Hmm. It has almost, a nice... Almost floral. Yeah, floral, kind of sweet... Um, Yes. This, this is what the I best love. word for it. Floral. This is what I love. A floral, sweet bouquet, and now, now taste. I'm still I'm still on the smell, because mm-hmm. that's a very unusual but very pleasant smell for a beer. Ah, Bigfoot. And I'm not familiar with the barley wine style, either. I'm curious about it. I'm, I'm used to barley wine as, there's an heirloom tomato called barley wine, which is incredibly flavorful, but this doesn't taste like tomatoes. John Barleycorn. This actually tastes like a homebrew I made once. It's that must be why I don't like it. All the barley wines that oh wow I give I, I give this beer no sheep zero sheep, no sheep zero sheep you see it has a uh, hold on this is quite hoppy too actually I it like is. I like bitters very much I like hoppy bitters and I like dry hoppy bitters this is not dry it's a very wet round flavor but it's so bitter it's almost like licking a stamp that's been covered in dust it. I, I'll I'll agree with some of that, but I think for as bitter as it is, I think it's pretty smooth. With the well, it, and is, that, I think that's is. what I don't like about it. When I when I drink a it bitter, I like the crisp, fresh flavor of it. And this it's tastes, not a bitter. 
It I, well, I know, but the bitter flavor tastes stale because of the way that it's seeded in the the smoothness of the beer. I'm not saying it's a bad beer uh, objectively. I'm saying that for myself, I don't like it. See, it, do, it does have a very complex flavor. There is actually almost sort of a floral taste to it. Yeah, I, I'll revise it and I'll give it one sheep for complexity and for creativity. Uh, I suddenly, like the suddenly a, I feel like I'm watching figure skating. Yeah. Very complex long are, are program. We, are I, we giving like a rating system now? I, I, and and I, why sheep? Um, uh, I give this... It's not a favorite. It's it's pleasant, but it's not a favorite. I give it two sheep. I like that it's a commercial brewery. 50%. And it's not a traditional beer. Or rather, it's it's not yeah. what you expect from an American commercial brewery, and and I like that it's it's interesting and different. So that's why I, it gets my yeah. Shape, it, it's it, it, it's interesting, and I, I'm I'm happy we drank it, but it's not something I think I would drink a lot of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's worth having experienced. It, I'm thinking uh, maybe a one and a half, one and a half sheep. Do you, do you have a, a chainsaw? I think we could cut one in half. <laughs> it would be pretty gross. Yeah, this but- is al- almost too too. Um, Bitter in that way that Richard was talking about My, to, to drink much of it. The the pros here, I would say, is it's smooth. Um, it is, quite and, smooth. and that was I, I know one of the things Richard said he didn't like, but there's something to be said for that. So I have the in hops my hand, sort of stick to the roof of my mouth. So yeah, I, very badly. <laughs> So I have in my hand uh, Shiner's uh, Martin Style Ale, uh, subtitled Shiner? 96, Shiner, Texas, Texas. Yeah. Spatzel Brewery. As long as it's not the Shriners, ma- I think maker, okay. Makers of Shinerbach. Ah, uh, there we go. Celebrating 96, of bre- 96 years of brewing tradition, Shiner style. We figured nearly a century of handcrafting at the little brewery called for a special commemorating brew. Shiner 96 is an authentic Martzen style ale. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that properly. Martzen, oh. Mertzen, with a crisp, distinctive finish. Historically, uh, Mertzen. Mertzen? Mertzen. Mertzen. Historically, Mertzen was brewed in spring and enjoyed in autumn. That makes sense. Because... This brew became famous... Well, from the flavor. This brew became famous after being served at a 19th century Bavarian royal wedding that prompted the Oktoberfest celebrations we enjoy today. Prost. Prost. Now, Mertz is uh, March in German. So, with Mertzen beers... Uh, Mertzen. Mertzen beers... Traditionally, correct me if I'm wrong, but my understanding is that they are typically light, dry beers with a high alcohol content. Yes. Okay. And I overheaded. I overheaded. Mm. It has a great, great look to it. It reminds me of the Grolsch, only yellower. It's a very it's the, clear gold. The aroma color. is very different. It's very, very light, fruity. This, the, it, it smells like a Martin should. Martin should. It does have that kind a of very pissy overtone to it. Kind of a very, honestly. <laughs> A nice malt smell, actually. It's Ooh. an incredibly smooth beer. It's we should have started with this. This is the lightest of the three. I just wanted to wash down the barley wine. But this, I understand. <laughs> this I like actually. This is very. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't quite. There's have, not a whole lot there, but it's... yeah. You know what? But that's what, that's one of the things that I like about it. Is it, it it's Ooh. light, but it has a, a nice sweet flavor to it, and it doesn't have the alcohol bite or kind of the dryness that I expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, although this this this, 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 this is good this for has, cooking meat in. This has in common the same thing no, that I don't, actually, don't, that, don't that, that I don't like about Shinerbach, hmm. in that it's very curt. It's I, a I, don't, I don't, I don't it's know a flirty beer. I don't know. No, it's curt, which comes from the German word kurz, which means short. Anyway, yeah, your your etymology lesson for today. But it's like it comes in something about bugs. It, it gives you a little burst of flavor and then it goes away. It, it, it's a flirty beer. That's what I said. Didn't I say that? I don't know. I all, all I know is that it actually tastes better if you sniff in with your nose while you're sipping. Yep. Because Ooh, if you sip across the tongue, be, because it. because the aroma is actually the, the aroma is actually nice and it enhances the flavor. 
Yeah, it just foams it up. <laughs> I, I, my my take on this is that uh, kind of a thumbs down. No, very very little sheep. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, one very little yeah, sheep. This, this is pleasant enough, but I'm I giving I'm I, I'm giving it one and a half sheep because uh, there's just not enough flavor. I'm gonna yeah. give it two, I'm gonna, I'm giving it two sheep. It's good. It's not bad. It's not great. It's it, it's two sheep. Uh, there, there's not enough to play with, but it is it is pleasant enough. And, uh, you and know. Two, two sheep standing very close together. So I, I get kind of irritated when when I'm drinking something and I, it's like, all right, there's flavor there, but I want more of it, and that's yeah. how I feel about. Which it. Which goes back to what I was saying about it, how it's curd. It's like it starts giving you flavor and then it just stops. But it's a beer from oh, Texas. Sorry, it's it's, it's a beer right. from Texas. What do you expect? Well, that explains it. You know what? So, when I was in Houston the last time, and and my dad would uh, corroborate this story. When it, I was in uh, so with Jessica, we every place we went, with the exception of a very traditional English pub, uh, the the beer selections were worse than bad. Almost everywhere had like every imaginable style of light, crappy beer, but they had very few good ones. Yeah. I, I've experienced that myself in Texas. Um, but, I think, but, you I know, think, it's supposed think, to be Texas. It's supposed to be, you know, all right, we're a Lone Star State. Don't think, mess with Texas. I, I we're think, bad. But uh, you know what? No. I think the beer in Austin no, is probably comes, better. When it comes to beer, you're a bunch of uh, wusses. Yeah, I think uh, in Austin the beer is probably a little better. But Well, I have to say, I, I think that I'm kind of spoiled because in in the, the glorious Northwest, which is where we all go when we die... There, there's really a whole range of good craft breweries. Yeah, and, and even in the the cheapest of dive bars, will usually have between one and four. Literally, you walk in and they're selling PBR in the can for a buck or seventy five cents or whatever it is, and they've got three micro brews on tap. And yeah, it's something that's some, something I experienced I'm even even. Ten years ago, in in New England, New England's much the same way. I, and this was uh, before Sam Adams became corporate. Every beer, every bar in Massachusetts, even the most divey bars, all had a couple of varieties of Sam Adams on tap. Yeah, and, and you know and, that's and, the thing, and, and other and other craft breweries. It, do, it doesn't need to be like local craft breweries, but just get good microbrewed beer in the house, and, and you'll bring a bunch of people in. People are sure. Reason. Yeah. Richard, just the, by the way you describe Oregon a lot, I think you'd really like my hometown. <laughs> what, Youngstown? I, I thought you didn't like Youngstown. Oh, I, I like Youngstown a lot. I like the history. I, I, I like the people, even though there are some of the weirdest, quirkiest people you will ever meet. Even though or well, because it's, of... It's, it's eastern Ohio, right? It is northeast Ohio, to be precise. That's totally different. Oh, no, don't, I was going to say northeast. Come on. I was say east, eastern Ohio is close to Pennsylvania, so by default it's good, but if it's... Northeast Ohio. That means it's near, that means it's that means it's close totally to Erie, crap. and Erie's totally just an armpit. No, it, it's going to come to blows here pretty first soon. First of keep all, that up. Erie isn't that bad. I don't know where you get it. It's not that armpit. Bad. It's not. That but bad. but secondly, um, it's still not that close to Erie. It's it, Erie is about a two hour drive, or maybe a that's, little bit that's more. Pretty, I, I forget. It's exactly. pretty close to but me. But you know what? Well, I won't go into this. Story, so, but I've gone to a couple concerts in Erie. No, my my favorite part of of Pennsylvania is the southern part. So. Particularly the rural Southwest. No, I really no. like Gettysburg, except they have nothing to do at night. It's that's a yeah. cool place to go. But, let, but, let but me, let me Lancaster and, and Bedford or Gettysburg, and as a lot of the locals. Gettysburg. Call it. Yeah, I, I had a teacher. Uh, my history teacher in seventh or eighth grade was from Gettysburg, and that's how she insisted on pronouncing it. Yeah. So. Let, let, let me introduce a new topic here. Uh, I saw this fantastic interview. I guess it was ABC News or something. 
the one ABC with News, History, Good Blues, Morning America. Which one's or Good Morning America? On the Old Time anyway, Gospel Hour. They had an interview with uh, George God Bush. I believe in isn't short of cash, Mister. And because because Bob Woodward like had his head blown off in Iraq, they had the uh, I don't remember her name, but the young attractive newscaster, the young attractive anchor, was the one interviewing him. Lisa Ling. No, the oh, one this... from World News Tonight. I can't. I mean, I can't. Yeah. I remember. I remember yeah. Kristen her face. I can't think of her name. No, you're thinking Channel One. Thank you. But they're all, they're, they've all gone on to be on, on the news. That's frightening. But no, it was really funny because George Bush, like, he was leaning forward. He had his elbows. Except for Hicks Neal. Hicks Neal didn't his, make it for some reason. Do? He had his elbows on his knees, leaning forward with his neck down and his head stuck out like a turtle, smiling at her the whole time. And it was funny because the close-ups of his face that they would cut to, you could see his eyes darting back down to her lips all the time. He, he's every bit, every bit as lecherous as Bill Clinton. He oh, just, so much uh, worse. He... It just feels icky. Whereas with Bill Clinton, you kind of got the sense that he was just know. being nice. <laughs> yeah, Bill Clinton was a player, I, yo. I, I, I give her yeah. two sheep. Uh, George, yeah, he, George just seems just icky. He took her out onto the porch yeah. of the White House, and he's and, a dirty old man. He took and, her out on the porch bet, of the White and House, bent her he, over the railing. He put, yeah, well, basically, he put his arm, he put his hand on her shoulder and like leaned put in close to her and said, "Let me show you one shoulder. of the prettiest places. Let, let me show you one of the prettiest places in the White House." And, he held his hand out, like, you know, across her body, like, we live on the top two stories there. And she said, so you, you've been here for five years. He said, yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been a while. It's been a while. So do you, do you consider this home? He said, well, no, home's Texas. And he leans in, like, close to her, like, smiling, like, his face, like, inches away. With my family, he says, as he turns away. It was classic. He's like, oh, yeah, the family, uh, with, yeah, with the yeah. kids and the, the home wife. Home for George is in Texas. It's Connecticut. Well, you know, uh, they should create a rubber home for him in Texas. I'm, I'm starting to think that his that his Texas accent is actually fake because he's always talking like this. And you know, well, I didn't know about Katrina. You know, you know his accent is fake because he grew up in Connecticut. At some point, he's going to well, bust plus, out. At some point, he's going to bust out and say, "I was in the National Guard and, and, and I I went to every rehearsal and, and practice and I strapped bombs to my body and I mean, um." <clears throat> He grew up in Connecticut. He went to Yale. He has no excuse to have a Texas accent. And you, you, if you like, listen to him speak for any length of time, listen to his father or his brother. They don't sound like him. I love the fact you'll, that you'll find that he falls out of the accent. And yeah. I think that's why he speaks so slowly and declaims everything that way. <laughs> is he's trying to remember how don't it's forget supposed to. to- don't forget to say the accent. Don't forget to say the accent. Don't forget to use well, the dur- accent. During this interview, she yeah, asked him. Yeah, and he's him, a little slow, so it takes there's some processing time there. During this interview, <laughs> she asked him, when did you first find <laughs> out that things in he's New Orleans were as bad as they were? And he said, well, you know, I think I, I, I was watching TV with Dick Cheney, and it's like, okay, so... The, Could you the, imagine him and Dick well, Cheney no, hanging out on the couch? The president of the United he, States he, he found, he is less it, informed than he, the normal person. He found it out because one of his aides made a DVD for him to watch on Air Force One on the way to Texas when he was on vacation. Which I think is hilarious because the second day, it was uh, two... It might have been Wednesday. It was two... Uh, Hurricane Katrina hit on Monday. It was... I'm sorry, the levees broke on Monday. Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, they had reporters on NPR talking about the convention center and the horrible things and how nobody was rescuing them, etc. And they had Michael Chertoff on the line, and he was like... And, and the, the, the commentator on, I believe it was Talk of the Nation, said, uh, you know, well, I'm, I, I'm talking to 
our reporter in New Orleans who's talking about the convention center and how nobody's going to save them, when do you think you'll be able to get helicopters in there? Michael Chertoff said something like, uh, you know, well, we don't listen to every rumor that's out there, and we're, we wait until the, the issue is substantiated and we can actually get troops out there. And he says, well, you know, we actually we have our reporter on the line. This isn't a rumor. He's there, and he's looking at it right now. Would you like me to patch him in? And Chertoff, like, stumbled and sputtered. Well, not to and mention, took, not to mention that while Chertoff... It well, other Chertoff, day for Bush to find out about it. Not to mention that while Chertoff and Brownie were sitting there going, oh, what do we do, what do we do, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, and oh, don't I look great in, in these FEMA clothes. Yeah. Um, the, the Coast Guard was in there rescuing people. <laughs> so stylish. People. Oh, absolutely. The, co- the I, Coast I just, Guard was doing a job. I just have to throw out mad props to Coast, Gu- to Coast Guard helo crews and rescue swimmers who are among my biggest personal heroes. In fact, they're even listed as such on my MySpace page because... While everybody else was, like I said, running around like chickens with their heads cut off, the Coast Guard was in there saving people. Well, and they had they had stock clerks on boats. I mean, every from what I understand, everybody in the Coast Guard in the area was actively doing it. Hell yeah! So because the Coast Guard rocks, and I, I I'm not just saying that because I'm a Coast Guard veteran, but the and Coast Sean Guard Penn. just friggin' rocks. Sean Penn too was there, and and Geraldo. <laughs> Yeah. Well, of course, Geraldo was there. If there's something well, weird going on in the world, Geraldo makes his way there and and adds to the weirdness. Well, and not to, not to, uh, I should also add that recent news uh, shows George Bush in that interview to be a complete fucking liar, and I hope he burns in hell for eternity. Well, see, I think the whole thing because that- because there's video now mm-hmm. of him having been briefed that the levees are going to break six days a video of him and his administration being told exactly what was going to happen, what exactly what happened, and Bush just looking bored, not asking any questions. They told him the levees were going to break in these briefings, and then a week later, I don't think anybody uh, anybody anticipated a, le- a breach of the levees. Anticipated? So, so, so what, what you're saying is that I these... I seriously hope he burns in hell. Which, I, I hope there is a hell so that he can burn in it. So what you're saying... I hope you're right. What you're saying, Mr. Flesher, is that these people are black, right? Okay. So in Iraq... I think he was, th- I think he was thinking about his vacation at that point, and he didn't want something to ruin it. Ever since the Michael Moore movie, he's had that song stuck in his head. Vacation, Vacation, to get away. Nobody knows the words to this line. <laughs> on that note, I think it's time that we bid you farewell and adieu. Yes, come see us, band on, Bands on Grand, March 11th. Bands on Grand. Stand on, uh, band on uh, Grand. St. Patrick's Day at the Paisley Island. St. Patrick's Day! And Feast of Fools, March 25th. Busy. Busy we are. Busy, busy, busy we Ooh, are. Busy Difficult are. to finish the album, it is. Goodbye. But we're getting there. Bye. Bye, folks. See you later. Farewell. Goodbye. Did you farewell? I do. I'm terribly shocked that he's given so much airtime for this. Has he ever had a psychiatric evaluation?